0: Support for this program comes from Tiger Lily Communications, public relations, content creation, publicity, and marketing for creatives. We make you look even better. Find out more at T-I-G-E-R-L-I-L-Y communications.com. Hey everyone and welcome to Speak On It, the podcast where the creatives tell their stories about what they do and how they do it. I'm Felicia Hodges and today we're rebroadcasting an interview with musician and composer Lynn Riley. A dynamic performer both on stage and in the studio, Lynn has traveled all over the world both learning and playing different kinds of music. Released in 2014 to rave reviews, Lynn Riley and the World Mix's Say What CD was influenced by some of the places she's performed. You're actually listening to them now, as their song, Please Irene, is our theme music. When we sat down with Lynn in our very first season of Speak On It, she talked about the instruments she plays, primarily saxophone, flute, and clarinet, and about how her artistic journey began.
1: Well, I first started on French horn, which is of far cry from what I do now and I took up playing French horn because my father was an amateur musician and played French horn and I thought oh I want to be like my dad when I grow up but then I realized uh, after I had been playing French horn for maybe 10 years much as I love the instrument it's really difficult to get around playing jazz on so I stopped playing brass instruments and switched over to woodwinds and actually never looked back well, music for me has always been a source of um, comfort. I love good music. It makes me feel good, as I think it it, it works that way for most people. But uh, it has always been a source of consolation. Whenever I'm feeling bad, I'll go play music and I feel better. And And I feel like the communication that one is able to give playing an instrument well is um is sort of your gift to the world to to and i and i've had other people tell me oh you know you really the music you play really touches me you know and i think it's like that kind of communication or connection with people that really drives my my continued pursuit of of musical excellence it's a really special thing to be able to reach somebody musically and and touch them and i i don't take it for granted by any stretch of the imagination um i think it's really the same thing when i hear someone else playing and it touches me it's like it's a communication and it's it's a nonverbal communication it's it's it it reaches your soul and it's it's what makes musicians continue to be musicians um it it's it's a it's part of the art. It's just, you know, it's a, it, art is supposed to communicate to people. And if you're doing it well, that's that's what you get. So,
0: What is it like when you're on stage giving that out? What happens when you perform the type of music that you like to play?
1: In its best moments, you're not really thinking, at least not consciously, you know, this is what's happening and this is the next section, you know, blah, blah, blah if you if you really know the music well and if you're in the zone or another way of putting it is is if you're really mindful if you're really present in the moment and able to uh hear and interact with the other musicians that you're playing with it's a conversation that's going on and you are letting the the audience in on the conversation that's I think one of the best ways I can describe jazz music, and no, it isn't easy, Um, but it's not really hard either. It's not really a matter of being easy or hard. It's a matter of knowing what you're doing well enough that you can stop thinking about it so cognitively and just sort of feel it and, and be influenced by the changes of the other musicians and have what you do influence them. So that it's, it's a constantly changing, constantly evolving musical conversation.
0: That was so profound. I'm, I'm, I just have to like, <laughs> we can edit this out, but I just had to, that was, that was pretty cheap. So speaking of, of working with other musicians, uh, Lynn Riley and the World Mix has been together for a minute, for for a while doing what you do.
1: Some of us have been together for over 20 years.
0: That's, that's a long time. That's, that's pretty amazing. Tell me about the world mix, Lynn Riley and the world mix, the composition of it, the musicians in it?
1: Well, the core of the band started and is continuing to be myself and Ruben Edwards, who's the bassist. And Ruben and I have known each other for over 20 years. We've played in various bands and different configurations. We've co-written music together. We've, we have a long musical relationship. Um, our drummer, Harry Butch-Reed, I've also known for almost the same length of time, and Aaron Graves, our keyboardist, um, I've probably known for well, maybe ten years, so it's less. But he's a very intuitive uh, musician, and he from the first time we played together, it just it just connected, it clicked. All of the musicians in this band are are very um, they listen really well, and we. Really try to play together. It's it's really an ense- uh, 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 the the band is a is an ensemble sound that uh, builds from everybody's strengths and uh, is also influenced by the kinds of music that each person has experience with and has interest in. And I don't necessarily want to categorize everybody's inputs. But for example, Aaron has a. a his, his history was growing up in the church in, in North Carolina, in his father's church. And he brings a very soulful, gospely, you know, bluesy kind of playing to his music. Uh, Ruben, who is a very, very articulate bass player, um, was very highly influenced by, say, for example, Jaco Pastorius. And though I wouldn't say he sounds like Jaco, I think certainly that influence comes to his playing. Um, those kinds of things are, are the the ingredients of the soup that we end up with. Um, I think my influences are are more. Uh, I have I think when I say world influences, I'm basically talking outside of the United States um, because I have done a fair amount of traveling and I have really spent some time studying a number of different musical cultures. Um, initially precipitated by my interest in ethnomusicology, which is what my college degree is in. But even afterwards, I've always had an influence in checking out lots of different kinds of music, whether it's Latin genres, or Balinese gamelan, or flamenco music, or I went to uh, Ghana a couple summers ago and spent a summer learning um, like a xylophone kind of instrument there, which was all, all these things really kind of percolate, I think, in my subconscious and come out in my uh, compositions and in my writing tendencies.
0: And we'll be back with more from Lynn Riley in a moment. Stay with us.
1: The Groove Paper Podcast, talk show, and movie review. Where we break down the black exploitation era, the cinematic genre, the exploitation of the black culture, and experience through film and media. We'll also dive into the cast, the subgenres, the TV shows, and the music. Outside of the films, we'll view some critical signs of the time and what these stories meant then and now. From entertainment to society to economics. The Groove Paper.
0: Catch a new episode each Thursday on TV. Facebook, and TheGroovedPavement.com. And we're back with more from Lynn Riley on how she composes and her elevator pitch for the ensemble, Lynn Riley and the World Mix.
1: I think being a, a melodic instrument, I tend to start with a melody a lot of times, but that's not always true because... Uh, some of the compositions that I've written that were based on, uh, say, a particular rhythmic pattern that comes from, you know, like Parchito Alto, which comes from Brazil. I actually took the rhythm and decided, okay, how can I write a melody on top of it? And then, you know, adding the chords or or the bass line later or whatever. I I wouldn't say that there's one way that I always write, um, but I would say that, I tend to be more oriented from the top down because that's, that's what I, that's, that's my voice in the, in the ensemble primarily. Pitching the band, so to speak. Um, What I would say is that I think we are a groove oriented, user friendly jazz group. And I say that because a lot of people that are not, you know, they may not be a jazz fan per se uh oftentimes are are have have a preconceived notion of what jazz is that it's a very heady deep you know they can't relate to it kind of music or you have to you have to know too much about it to be able to relate to it and i think that's one of the things that this band is is really good at doing is bridging that gap i do think we play as you said complicated music but i think we make it accessible to people and you know, when you see people moving and bopping their heads and, and relating to the music physically, to me, that means you've gotten past the intellectual stumbling block that might be there for somebody who's who doesn't have a, a strong music education and might not know very much about jazz. They can still relate to it, that they can still feel it. Um, because any good music, to me, if you're doing it well and if it's good music... People should be able to feel it one way or another. Um, It gets back to that concept of communicating, reaching people, and passing something along in terms of an art form. But I think the other thing that, because we have so many different influences in the band, as I was speaking earlier, um, that it also is able to um, tap into a lot of people's, you know, somebody's very blues or you know, church-based, then oh yeah, they they'll they'll get the gospel thing right away. But you know, the Latin groove that we're doing is something new and refreshing for them to um, to add to their palette, so to speak. It's another color for them to experience, and um, and I and I think one of the things that we do really well is bringing new colors to people's you know ex- musical experience. Um, and and part of it I think is is the individual colors, but I think all of it a part of it also is the composite sound that we get as a band. Certainly um, influenced by the amount of time that we've played together, the, the, we we have a, a strong connection, and it comes across in our music. I, I have people come up to us often and say, "Wow, you guys are so tight! You know how do you how do you know?" How long have you been playing together? How do you know how to play so well together? And it's, it's you know, part of it is, is the amount of time that we play together. Um, and, and then, of, of course, it's the caliber of the musicians that are listening and, and engaging and um, playing off one another. And the creativity that, that hopefully comes out of that whole experience.
0: It's always great to describe music, but it's better to hear it. So here's Lynn Riley playing on the song Please Irene with The World Mix. Nice, right? For more about Lynn or the band, log on to...
1: Lynn Riley, dot com. There you can find information about myself, about the band, about other members of the band, about our CDs, about our calendar and our schedule coming up. Both of our CDs, the Lynn Riley and the World Mix, Say What and Too Cool, which is the first... CD that I released in 2009, uh, both of which are actually produced by Ruben, our bassist, who is, I like to say, is a man who wears many different hats. Well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're both available on CD Baby, and um, and they're also available on iTunes and the other, you know, digital sources. And if they want like, little, they want to hear little pieces of it, you know, they can go to CD Baby and they can, you know, scroll through the different tracks and, and get a feel for what each album is, is sounding like
0: and that's our episode you can follow speak on it on instagram facebook twitter and vimeo or you can just email us at tiger communications at mail just mail, dot com to let us know what you think as we're still in the midst of a pandemic you can get a fix for the live music you're undoubtedly missing on lynn riley and the world mixes youtube channel check it out you should Hope to catch you again soon. Stay safe out there.